It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Evan Golden, a.k.a. Golden TV, as always here at the studios at the Berman Law Group. Thank you for joining us. If you are viewing or listening, we, of course, appreciate your time. But get ready to get enlightened. Get ready for your energy, your aura, your whole body and soul to be transformed into something miraculous. How's that so far for an intro for our guest, Sarah Gaines, in the studio right here? Sarah, thank you so much for joining the show. I heard that we're going to learn about mindfulness and self-love and awareness and, and, and confidence, just overall health, mind, body, and, and spirit. So I think everybody as a human is trying to achieve that, and I think it probably feels good to have that. And I heard that you were kind of the connoisseur and the guru to implementing this into your lifestyle. So. I can't wait to talk to you and learn all about this stuff. And our viewers and listeners, I think, are going to be very intrigued. So Sarah Gaines here in studio. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Come on. You know I told you how stoked and excited I, I was for you. So I don't – like, what are you? What is your – are you like a doctor? <laughs> are, you a, are you a human therapist? Are you – what are you? Who are you? I am not a doctor. <laughs> I am not a human therapist. Uh, I'm a lot of things, as we all are, and I really, really dislike that question because – it really depends on who I'm talking to is how I like to define who I am because based on the day, I do a lot of different things. Overall, I help people build the life they crave through fitness, mindfulness, and community. I love that tagline there, build the life that you crave. What, what do you think people are craving when it comes to building the life they crave? I think people are craving not having to do what they think that they have to do. Um, I think that we do a lot of the things that we think that we just should and we kind of get on autopilot because that's what we've been told that we should do. That's what people want us to do. That's what we think other people want us to do. And so we kind of then start to squash all the things that we actually want to do. And then we end up living these lives that are maybe a little less fulfilling than they could be or joyful mm -hmm. and all those. So you're, so you're helping other people. Yes. Let's go back in time. Sure. I want to understand how this was created, why it was created. Did something personally like happen to you in your life and you're like, oh my God, I need to make a major change and, and a whole new perspective and it, you did it, it worked, and now you're passing that gift on other people? Am I even close? Well, kind of, but it was more of an evolution. Um, started really first with just fitness. Um, so when I was in college, well, I guess even backtracking to when I'm like eight years old, I was I was eight the first time I ever dieted. Um, and then from eight to college, I did all every kind of diet under the sun, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, crazy soup diets, all these kinds of things. Um, nothing worked. And then when I was going into my sophomore year of college, I started working with a trainer in the bodybuilding industry and got really, really hyped on that kind of fitness. And so ended up losing a ton of weight and became, you know, as fit as I had ever been, had the body that I always wanted, all these kinds of things. Um, but it really, really fucked with my head mentally. And then I'd become obsessed with fitness and sticking to my diet and making it to the gym. And it really became my life. Um, and so simultaneously, as I started to realize that and start to pull myself out, I also always had friends asking me for tips in the gym and recipes and things like that. And so I decided to start a blog called um, Fit University. And it was all about just 
living healthy in college. And with that was fitness, it was nutrition, but it was also mental health and just enjoyment of life. Um, and, and it was just me sharing my struggles and how I was working through it and sort of my own lessons. And um, as that's really what I've realized has been what I've done and have continued to do and it's just evolved. It started with fitness, then it was body image and self-love and confidence and then that kind of just, you know, steamrolled into this greater picture of okay, well like what are my thoughts? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um and just kind of like listening to that inner voice um and going with it. Um and actually something too that I've realized more recently is I think what even catapulted me further into this aspect of pushing people to listen to what's going on deep down is I was in a relationship for almost four years that I knew from the get-go was not the right relationship. And from day one, I had that voice that said, this isn't it, but I so badly wanted it to be it that I was just like, no, no, like it'll, it'll go away. And then once I got out of that relationship, finally, however many years later, that's when everything else kind of really took off and just the joy and like the greatness that my life is um I think really is a testament to finally now just listening to that inner voice and that's what I do constantly now you know saying what you mentioned earlier with going to college everyone makes that joke about the freshman Mm -hmm. you know 15 obviously you're on your own for your first time typically you're cooking your own meals staying up late eating at crazy times drinking a ton that that's kind of a great niche area because I think that so many and that's just women that's men too so Absolutely. boys and girls so that that's that's definitely a a major need for a lot of people when they talk about you know going to college and 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 talking about health and, and fitness but you mentioned mental health mm-hmm. and that's something that doesn't get talked about enough with with I think all areas of just lifestyle yeah what is your kind of concentration on that um I mean I have no education or specialty in anything um of that nature. My mom, though, is a licensed clinical social worker, has her own psychotherapy practice. It's in your blood, huh? It is in my blood, <laughs> yes. She made me this way. <laughs> and so, I mean, my thing has always been from the get-go. When I started Fit University, the tagline was, in order to be completely fit, we need to be physically fit and mentally fit as well. So that's, you know, whether it's something where you need to go see a therapist or be on medication if need be or anything, but just not ignoring the fact that mental health is just as important. Um, I was actually just talking to my mom about this last night, the phrase mental illness. If you break down those two words, mental is just head, you know, your mental state. And then illness is just being sick. And we don't put the same weight nearly on. If you say, yeah, I'm, I'm physically ill right now. I'd be like, all right, cool. But if you were to say, I'm mentally ill, there's so much more weight behind that. Um, and I think if we can just, if we can just kind of squash that connotation and just recognize we all go through this kind of stuff. It's just about asking for help and, you know, providing support to people you love. When you achieved, you know, physical perfection, as you kind mm-hmm. of, when you alluded to, you weren't happy? I was, it wasn't that I wasn't happy, but my life revolved around eating my five meals a day, getting in my cardio in the morning and weights in the afternoon, having my cheat meals on Saturday night. Yeah. And then, you know, I would become obsessed if I missed something or wasn't going to be able to, to make it. It was completely my life. So what's your advice for, I guess, you know, I don't know if the word moderation is right or Mm -hmm. incorporating a healthy lifestyle. What, What are some of the tips, tricks, goals, or strategies or mental mind state to implement so you don't go overboard? Yeah. um, The first thing 
that comes to mind, which was incredibly helpful for me, was meditation and just starting to move through food mindfully. Um, mindful eating is a really, really big component that helped me push through. So um, kind of just taking a moment to stop and to breathe before diving into any kind of food and just like acknowledging it, as silly as that might sound, of like, all right, let's say I have a sweet potato on my plate. I'm going to eat this sweet potato. It looks orange. It is soft. And then actually like putting it in your mouth and letting yourself eat it slowly um, and just just recognizing what that food is, is doing for you. Um, and so meditation, I think, can really help with that mindfulness piece, um, practicing meditation and breath work um, and being able to sort of just step into that present state. Affirmations is also a really big thing that helped me. So um, this is more so pushing into the body image kind of things. Um, if people are struggling with body image, but um, an affirmation for people who might not know, it's an I am statement that's actually going to help to rewire your thoughts in your brain about yourself. So you had said before we got on the podcast, you said words are air. And I came back and I said words are energy. And because every time that we speak, every single thing that we say, if we're aware of it or not, we are re-solidifying that thought into our mind as truth. So if you say today's going to be a shitty day, well, yeah, today's probably going to be a shitty day. Um, if you say I am fat, that is a belief that you're telling yourself. Um, you know, not going to get into the the truth of what that might be, whatever, medically speaking. But you know, if you are trying to get to your place to a place of self love or anything like that, stating something like I am beautiful, and if you write that down and if you state it aloud to yourself five times every day. It might feel really stupid at first, um, but over time, it's actually going to start to rewire your thought process. It's, it's good stuff. I, I, I like that a lot. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. You sure you're not a doctor? <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people, you go, I think a lot of people like eating habits. Yeah. People eat when they're bored. Mm -hmm. You eat usually when you're not hungry. You, you, you mentioned something about kind of just slowing down. You yeah. know, we're a microwave society. Everyone's like on the go and mm -hmm. fast paced. I think we... You make it, you eat it, and, and it's done, and your brain doesn't even know what you ate and can't even probably acknowledge that you're full. So I think when you, you talk about, you know, a, I don't know if the word, appreciating your yeah, food. and absolutely. And, 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 and acknowledging and slowing down and, and thinking what you're consuming and what you're putting in your body. I mean, I love the people that are like, you know, you just eat to live, and, and you, you know, food is like kind of like your fuel. Yeah. And you kind of look at it from that mentality. But I think when you talk about slowing down mm – -hmm. I think that could work. I think that could be have a lot of benefits. Absolutely. And I mean, you could look at it at food, but then you could also zoom out and look at it at your entire life. I mean, how much of your day are you just going and going and going and not taking a moment to stop and smell the roses, which is, again, like another thing that is stupid. But actually, like these things exist for us to enjoy, but we're too busy just trying to rush through it that we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Talking about like body image and self-love, uh, you're all over Instagram. You have a great following, a lot of followers, and, and you post a lot. Is it hard now? I mean, you, people. I think a lot of women, mm -hmm. even male, you try to achieve an unrealistic body sometimes. You want, Absolutely. you see the Victoria's Secret models, you see the runway models, certainly down here in South Florida. Yeah. I mean, you see what goes on here and, and the body images. And everyone's using filters now. You don't know what's real, what's not. What's kind of your take right now on... on trying to post the most perfect picture and everyone's fighting for likes and comments and you post something you delete it right away because it's like oh this is not yeah. getting enough attention i think there's like people social media is so scary right now and 
people have like a fear of, of actually appreciating and enjoying and sharing memories with friends or family because of the negative comments and, and the reactions that people are getting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to the point about social media, it can be it can be negative in those aspects, but I think it can also be really positive um, in terms of connection or sharing a message or finding people who are stating the kind of messages that you want to hear. Um, and to your point about the negative comments, so one thing that I'll share, uh, which I think can speak a lot to this, is I maybe, what, two years ago, October 2016, would that be two years ago? Yeah, maybe 17, no, October 2017, math. Um, see, this is what I'm not a doctor, <laughs> is with math. Um, I led a live workout on, the, on USA Today's Facebook page. And so, you know, over 8 million view or likes on their, on their Facebook page. It was a 20-minute workout, bodyweight workout you could do anywhere. I had two Fit University ambassadors, so college students, with me doing the workout. And in the middle of that workout, I started to see some comments come in because, you know, it's live. And I didn't see what the comments were specifically, but I saw people starting to defend me. And I was like, hmm, what's going on here? For my first instinct, I thought it was people making sexualized comments because for me, I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably going to happen because it's the Internet. Um, but, you know, I saw it and continued on. Um, and then afterwards, I read through the comments, and it was it was a few people. It was like four or five making comments about my body and saying the instructor's fat, she's thick, she should be doing the workout with them, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I just responded with a place from a place of, you know, like, well, thanks for your thanks for your opinion. Today's my rest day because for someone to see me who's like when I teach fitness, like I'm laughing, I'm dancing, like I'm super positive and motivating, I think. Um, and so for somebody else to be like sitting behind the screen and just commenting about them, like what is that really saying about them? They're clearly coming from a place of hurt. And so that's always just the lens that I try to, to work through and, and think through is that if people are commenting negatively, that's their own shit that they're dealing with. And so for me, so that's, that's one thing. And then when it comes to posting perfect pictures or not, perf po not posting perfect pictures, um, I don't do that because that's not reality. Reality is is that we sometimes look one way, we sometimes look another. It's as simple as an angle shift or a lighting shift. Um, in fact, I'll intentionally post unflattering photos sometimes for to be like, yo, I know this is social media, but we are not this perfect image. Um, and I think if more of us can just start doing that, we start to like crack that wall of this perfection that social media has built up. Um, and I think that's what needs to happen. Social media is so new and it blew up so quickly. And so now I think we have the responsibility to to shift how we use it or else like we will all suffer <laughs> as a society because that's where we are living now so much of our time on. I, I think that you're kind of an anomaly because most women are not posting mm. their flaws. You know, they're, they're filtering and yeah. face tuning and trying to, you know, have this image that doesn't really sure. exist and you use the word reality yeah i think that you know being real being authentic is is what has got you so many followers so if you're if you're not following her on instagram let's plug <laughs> that now by the way sarah j Gaines. that's sarah with an h i was about to say that i got it's it girl important. Thank i got you. it girl <laughs> definitely follow her on instagram so 
really great golden nuggets is what I like to call them. That's what you're really sharing with a lot of our viewers and listeners. And what is really exciting is that it's not just something that you guys could learn through social media is Sarah is putting on a retreat in 2020 where you could actually go to a fabulous destination, which I'm (laughs) looking at booking right now when I just found out it's in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) So tell me about this retreat. I hear it's called Ignite 2020. What is going down? How can you get involved? This sounds very exciting. Yeah, so Ignite is a New Year's retreat that I started with uh, two really, really great friends of mine who run a company called Startup Island. Mm-hmm. And that is a, they do retreats for entrepreneurial-minded people. And so we started last year with Ignite 2019 really to give people a way to reflect back on the year and sort of like set sights on the year ahead, set intentions, set goals, but in a really amazing destination with daily yoga, daily fitness, workshops, discussions, adventures. We do a cultural exchange. um, And last year we started it on January 1st and it went through a year, but through the year, or through the week, excuse me. But this year we're starting it before the end of the year. So we actually celebrate New Year's in the DR and then have our last three days. Um, And so with this, especially too, like we're closing out the fucking decade, which is crazy. Um, So looking back at the decade and like maybe what you've learned and who you've become and then looking forward into the next decade and who do you want to be and what do you want to solidify into your life. Um, And these retreats, they're just, the days are so long. The best way to describe it is that it's six days and it feels like, a day has gone by yet five years have gone by all at the same time and you know we keep it small we have 15 18 people max so you leave truly with this sense of like family and community that always has your back no matter what um and it's really just a space to come and like explore yourself and um share some things that maybe you've never really shared with someone like I think we all have these ideas or passions that we're kind of embarrassed to talk about and I mean, I think over half of the battle of making those things a reality is just saying it for the first time. Is it easier because you're with going to be kind of maybe with strangers so you can kind of maybe open up more or just kind of the setting or or you teach them to kind of release and, and let it out? I think it's a combination of all of those things. I think it's easier because you're with people that you don't know and it's people who all are there for the same exact reason as opposed to like if you're with your friends who you hang out with every single weekend who, you know, are set in – you know, your ways of all hanging out as a friend group, it's super vulnerable to be like, hey, I have this idea, or like, I think I want to start doing this, um, even though everybody might actually be thinking kind of the same thing. I'm scared to like talk about any type of like gender or anything, but I think men <laughs> have a hard time opening up and sure. expressing a lot more than women. Absolutely. What advice do you have for the male viewers and listeners where we could start having more confidence to open up and, 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 and share those kind of thoughts or feelings? I'd say find one person that you'd feel comfortable sharing it with um, first. And if you don't know anybody, you can come to me. Um, But it really, you know, start small. Like you don't need to shout anything from the rooftops. Um, Find one person that, you know, you know will support you. And that might be your mom or, you know, a family member or not. Or like maybe somebody random that you know. Um, I think... Something else maybe on that point is that if you see, if you know somebody mm-hmm. um, in like a fourth circle of friends, you know, um, or like your fourth network that is doing something that seems like they'd give you a space to, to kind of talk about, reach out to them um, because they're oftentimes like they're, they'll be excited to listen. Um, so find one person to talk to. That's great advice. Um, 
yeah, that'd be my my first bit of I advice. I like that. This is this sounds really fascinating. I think that it's an opportunity to create, and I don't want to use the wrong words, pure balance in your life. Yeah. Um, this is awesome. So go right to her website or go right to her Instagram, Sarah J Gaines with the H and Sarah, and then you could click the link right in her bio, and that will bring you to the retreat. This sounds pretty fabulous when you talk about everything that's going to be going on in an amazing destination with a group of people that are all looking just to be better human beings inside and out. To the point, too, also just about the men in particular. I mean, the two people that I collaborate with this retreat on are both guys. So there's in that community, because once you come on Ignite, you are then a part of the larger Startup Island community. And there's a lot of guys in that community. And I think it's like once you start to find one guy who's into it, it's like you guys start to to ripple and you find more. <laughs> I think what's cool also with the retreat that it's not it's not just a, for personal development, but professional development. Absolutely, so if yeah. you're looking to, you know, get your mind right for the new year for, mm-hmm. for business related yep. goals and obviously work. So take advantage of this retreat. It sounds very, very incredible and um, something you don't want to miss. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah we have we it. have a few a few spots left. So Oh it's um, limited capacity. Yeah. So we'd love to now. get some some Florida peeps or anybody else who's Yeah. <laughs> Great workshops. So uh, obviously you're going to the Dominican Republic, they got food, everything's kind of included with excursions and And diff- a massage. Can't, that's it. It's my favorite part. That's that's awesome. So very cool. And I think it's so important. I think now more than ever, like I said, you know, we're quick fix America, everyone's yeah. on the go. And it's very easy to neglect yourself, not mm-hmm. just physically, but mentally and health. And and I think goals are so, so important. Yeah. I think also you might want to talk on this is, is I don't know, it's realistic goals, short term goals, yeah. long term goals. Are, do, are you are you writing down goals like on the daily on me, the reg? Me personally. So, you know, I set less specific goals um, and I set more intentions And the way that I kind of differentiate the two is I think of goals as very um, quantitative, where intentions are way more qualitative. Um, So I think the way to, I think the way that you could start it is think of an intention first. Like what is the qualitative that you want to be aiming for? Um, So that could be something broad or, you know, I want to travel more or I want to live life more adventurously or anything like that. So start broad and then you start to narrow down. Um, I've actually, yeah, I've gone a long time, uh, the past few years without setting like hard, hard goals and really just setting more broad intentions. And the stuff that has come in has been beyond anything that I could ever even imagine. Like goals that I would not, if I would have set, I wouldn't have even known how to start getting there, but because it was just more general intentions, somehow these incredible things have ended up. I think that's in my good life. advice. So maybe uh, viewers and listeners, not let's shoot for goals, but let's shoot for intentions. Yeah. Um, intend to do it because sometimes goals could maybe be, it could sometimes be a, a negative if if they're yeah. too hard or you don't achieve it. Yeah. So I like I that al- aspect. I also think too, like around the new year, there's so much pressure, right? Resolutions, set goals, all these things, and so you know, are we just setting goals to set goals? It goes back to, you know, like the awareness piece and building the life you crave. Like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Build the life you crave. I'm learning all these tips. (laughs) I crave a good life. I think everybody does. Yeah. But so what is a good life to you? Happiness. You know, what it is to me is everything, in my opinion, money can't buy, Mm -hmm. which is love, peace, health, and happiness. Yeah. So uh, money paper can't provide that. Absolutely. Actually, the, the Build a Life You Crave workshop that I do on Ignite 
exactly what you just said. So I started off with um, with questions, and I say, what does a peaceful life look to look like to you? A healthy life, a successful life, a fulfilling life, and we go in like you answer all these questions and then from that we pull out okay what are like some actionable things that I could do in the next month six months year so it's again like starting broad and then working specific want to play a fun game sure all right you do want to play a fun game I love games you love games we play this game with the majority of our guests and it's called word for word okay I'm gonna say a word maybe someone's name maybe an object and all you have to do is say the first word that comes to your mind okay. when I say it. I'm into it. Pretty easy, right? Sure. All right, word for word. I think that you understand the rules. I, understand. I say a word, you say the first word that comes to your mind. Only rule is you have to be brutally honest. Okay. Okay. All our winners will get a prize. Oh. So winners? Yes. You could you could fail this. You okay. Could, you could pass. You is could it win. like me against you? Uh, or it's just me against me. It's you against you. Okay. You got it. What a metaphor. All right, so let's get ready for Word for Word with Sarah Gaines. Producer, give me that background game music that I love. It gets the guests kind of brain flowing and moving. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There we go. Here we go. Say the first word that comes to your mind. Here we go. Are you ready, Sarah? Yes. Water. Sea. Uh, that was weird. My mind like literally went blank. It happens. <laughs> Parkland. House. Elephant. Rhino. Awareness. Mind. Ignite. Life. Sand. Beach. Sushi. Teeth. <laughs> Energy. Love. The sun. The moon. Instagram. Mm, followers. Boston. House. And that was word for word. Congratulations. <laughs> you got 100%. Hey. I want to go back to win? sushi and teeth. Did you have like a bad experience no. when you had sushi and it was Not like stuck in your teeth at a date? I think I was looking at your teeth when I said it, which is really <laughs> what happened. I just had sushi a few days ago. Oh, have you ever had gold? Speaking of sushi, is no. this part of a fit lifestyle? Absolutely. I'm telling you, when you eat a little piece of this gold, your life will change. Oh, is forever. it like? Is it the edible gold? It is edible gold. I'm not feeding you like wow. real gold here. Go ahead and take so that little piece. So many minerals. I'm going to eat one with you. So we'll Should do we a little cheers? cheers, of course. Cheers, thank you. There it is. Sarah Gaines and Golden TV eating real gold Ooh. on the Talk Golden to Me video podcast wow. show. I feel Oh, my enlivened. God. Your skin is already glowing more. Look at that. <laughs> Just take a breath, doesn't it? You see? I feel great. Breathe better. Was that like laced with something? <laughs> Just energy of mm. love. Golden aura of passion. <laughs> they call me the golden child of love. I love that. I don't know what that means, though. It's good, though. They call me it. Sarah Gaines, I, I think that I want to tell you something right now, and I want to know your reaction to it. Okay. You're a role model to a lot of people. What does that mean to you? Uh, I appreciate that for one thing. Um, I think uh, you are a role model because what you're doing online, there's so many young women out there that are struggling, struggling with their body image and they're getting shamed and they they have no self-love and their confidence at an all-time low and their friends getting 100 likes and they're getting zero likes and you're showing them that it doesn't really matter all that stuff. And... People and and your followers are following in your footsteps, and they're starting to share and post things without makeup on, or maybe they're not most flattering angle. Mm-hmm. And and you've been you've been kind of a leader in this movement of a time where people are kind of looking for perfection. So I just wanted to let you know, if you haven't been told, you're a role model. Thank you. And you're very welcome. I, I very much appreciate that. I yeah. I mean, it, life is too short, and there's too much goodness to be had and joy to be felt for anything else so 
Absolutely. Any other golden nuggets of wisdom that you could share with our guests, our viewers, about living life right? We, we crave mm. this information on this show. Some advice that you've learned through your retreats, through your own self, through your parents. What has Mrs. Gaines, <laughs> what can you share with us? Um, I would say start really listening to yourself. If you have a thought or a gut feeling, stop turning that away. Um, it's information and it's there for a reason and really, really start to dissect that. Um, Do you mean to like trust your instinct more? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly that. Trust your instinct. It's an instinct that is, you know, like naturally dates back. That's how they survived back in the day on instinct <laughs> and, and that feeling of fear or not fear. Um, so another one that I love, which came out of my first retreat from um, – Amanda Abbott, who was, who was somebody who came on, was if you're scared, it means you should probably do it. That's another one. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah. Someone shared something like that for me where I was like, I was doing a big show and I was hosting it and they were like, I said, I'm nervous. And yeah. they said, that's great. It means you care. Right. Now, now use that, you know, nervous energy, you know, yeah. and turn it into a, a positive where it kind of. You know, just by saying it's because you care, kind of like, you know, I do care. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And so that's another great one is just any negative thought that you have when you catch yourself in a negative thought, stop and think, okay, how can I reframe this to the positive? Even again, if you don't believe it at first, it doesn't matter. Just start to reframe it because our, our words dictate our thoughts, which dictate our life. So start thinking things positively. You don't want me to say words or just air anymore, do you? No, it's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. I appreciate you having me. Um, I definitely want to look into this retreat. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to this one, but uh, I want to plug it to our viewers and listeners because there's still time to experience a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to change your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, and personal development, self-love, confidence, awareness, mindful. I mean, these are these are adjectives and feelings and ways of life that as a, as a human race, we need to be instilling more and more and more. I always say it's cool to be kind. It's yeah. good, And I just want more of that. 1,000%. In high school, I created that. a, not a, not a campaign, but I came up with the, the phrase, it's nice to be nice, which I don't think I came up with, but I started saying it a lot. And It is. Yeah. I Absolutely. It. It's nice to be nice. We appreciate you spending some time with us on the show. Viewers and listeners, make sure you hop on Sarah J's Instagram, Sarah with an H J Gaines, G A I N E S. Follow her and then look into this retreat. She's got a lot more coming in the future as well with Ignite. So, very cool opportunities. And you are just someone that is just sharing the right way to live life and, and to be a human stress free. A lot of the stress I feel that we're creating on ourselves can be eliminated. Totally. And I will also just say, stress-free, I think, is – I don't want to pitch that as that is me always because I think that's unrealistic. But looking at stress from a different lens and being like, all right, Sarah, I see you. I am not you, and I'm going to use you to, to get better. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you again, certainly in the future. This was this it. was delightful. This was insightful, and I appreciate your time very much. Viewers and listeners, of course, we always appreciate your time. Subscribe, share, like, do all that fun stuff with this show. It helps promote Sarah and her mission. I want all our viewers and guests and all your friends to learn about these retreats. If it's not for you, maybe it's for them. So awesome follow on Instagram. And uh, that is it for another episode. Did you have fun? We did I it. I had a great time. Thank cool. you. Uh, listen, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. Sarah J. Gaines on the Talk Gonna Be Video Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. As always, our studios are here at the Berman Law Group. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. Bye.